Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Banging Book Club. I'm Hannah Witten. <laughs> Am I a good presenter? Nothing funny about that. No. <laughs> I'm Lucy. I'm Lucy. <laughs> Lucy Moon. Yeah, that's me. And who are you? Present and correct. My name's Lena. Yay. Hey. Oh, um, So if you're here, you've probably seen our non-spoilery um, review discussion on my YouTube channel of Asking For It by Louise O'Neill. Um, we've done that. So this is going to be full of spoilers and we're just going to jump straight in. If you want a summary review, go there. Go, go, go there. elsewhere. Also, Get out. Also read the book um, because yeah. spoilers. This is, this is going to be, we're going to go on the assumption that you've read the book, basically. Yeah. Um. Welcome. It's the first <laughs> time we're doing this. Bang! I feel like we should have a bang as our theme tune. Should we have a theme song? We need to get a saucepan. Bang! Mm. That won't be very nice for the headphone list. Yeah, that's just true. Boom! And now your headphones broke. <laughs> they were asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we make jokes? Can we make jokes? Oh, I'm not sure. We'll find out by the comments. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure the internet will tell us whether we're allowed to make jokes. No, um, no jokes at the at the victim's expense. I think yeah. that's the I think that's the line we'll draw. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Line in the sound. Also, guys, trigger warning. Rape and suicide. Cool. There we go. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, I was gonna like that's all you need be to a say. Song. I mean, it's not. It's not like I'm gonna write a little. I feel like that's all <laughs> you need to say. Really, we're gonna be discussing those things. Those are the F- things there are in there. Yeah. yeah, the book has that stuff in it. Mm. If you are affected by any of the issues that we're gonna be talking about, I'm gonna leave some links in the description of this podcast, if that's at all possible. I know nothing about podcasts, or in the link of the video that's gonna be on my channel. Um, they'll we'll make be, it findable. Yeah, yeah. it'll be findable. <laughs> There'll be links there um, where you can find support. Um, okay, do you want to jump in to just talk? Because we've been we've been struggling not to talk about it until this moment, and now it's here. Now it's here. There's just can too I much get to say. A general like consensus opinion. If you could say how you feel about the book in three words. Oh God, Lucy. <sighs> Thoughts in three words or less. Uh, frustrated. Sad. <laughs> Angry. Is that the same as frustrated? I'm getting those. Are the first three words I thought of. Cool, that's good. Call to arms. Oh, Ooh. it's a sentence as well, oh, guys. Oh, oh. <laughs> Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of four words, but yeah. we'll take it. It's fine. 
Real apostrophes. Yeah. What's our first on our on Okay, our so list? first on, we, we were trying to organise our thoughts a little bit, just because I think we all have so many. Mm. Um, but I thought maybe Speak at first, we'd... <laughs> two of us have some thoughts, Hannah. <laughs> you can go and brew some while we talk. Um, so yeah, um, the, we want to talk about structure first, because I thought there's a really interesting way they kind of structured it. Does anybody have, does anybody want to go first on that? Because, yeah. Well, it's in two parts, and then they miss, mm. they miss out an entire year basically i feel like at the beginning you're so you're so present and it's not just that it's because with a lot of kind of traumatic narratives you kind of hear about it afterwards in retrospect and, mm. and the author thinks that's more shocking but with this you see her before you judge her before you are with her during and you see it afterwards and then there's this massive like blind spot where you don't see anything for like a year yeah, yeah. and that's and a bit that's... of her demise that you miss you miss the yeah. demise part of and it when you get brought like, back in into the narrative she's a wreck yeah. And as mm-hmm. the reader, like, it, I think if you were in it through her downfall kind of thing, can we call it a downfall? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Gem- uh, slow spiral. Yeah. yeah. Um, we jump back into it when she's depressed, she's suicidal, and she, and because you haven't been there and seen it deteriorate, like, if you were there during that, I think as a reader, you'd feel like you could pull her out of it and there's some hope. Yeah. Whereas when you just get jumped right into it and she's fucked it's like you feel helpless I yeah guess, because you think the that the adults would have sorted it out by now you yeah. think of course they're going to be confused in the beginning but this will all blow over and it hasn't and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. actually maybe now i'm thinking about it, that's probably one of the most clever things about it is that you think it happened you think these kind of things happen in a small time frame and they, they'll sort themselves out yeah. and then just even, jumping to that and yeah. being like jokes on you they don't even when they say oh it might be another two years until a trial happens and that whole second section of the book is the pace is so much slower than the first mm. and you're just there just like that's it's just what, killing you yeah. it's killing you reading that's it, what like, stood out oh. to me was like the repetition of the days the words she's using the phrases that keep coming up it's in almost narrative. boring yeah yeah but, I was definitely yeah. like when's the next bit coming <laughs> yeah yeah and it never came and that obviously that's a um, uh a, like yeah. a rhetorical device basically. yeah judging it as like it's a like... piece of fiction the first half is well exciting yeah. <laughs> and then the second just, half is yeah, boring. Boring. but then it still. makes it makes me realize yeah. that, that it's very stagnant and the way that i've personally been kind of like trying to talk about rape culture and talk about consent and talk about blaming is within my little internet sphere and mm. i've realized that one it's all very well to be like oh good it's solved because we all agree that consent should happen and we agree that these are the conditions of consent but actually it doesn't matter because it's the generations before us that are going to have to deal with teenagers like that. And it's the law that's going to have to orchestrate, not me. I don't get to intervene in the law part and the law. So actually I think I should have less of these conversations online and more of them like directly at the police, but I'm not really sure how to do that. Yeah. And we always talk about, (laughs) I'm yet to devise a plan. They call the police and Ireland the guards. Oh yeah. I love it. And then they do like Irish phrases like cop on. (laughs) Why can't you just cop on dad? I love that. I kept on trying to read it in my head in Irish accents, but even my yeah. brain Irish accent She did insert failed. stuff like, sure, they said sure a lot. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay, sure, I saw the minister. Okay, yeah. also what I want to say about structure was the use of brackets. So a lot of the time she already preempts. I think a lot of what happens to her is stuff that she already knows that people will say. Mm. And with the, the court case, she never actually goes to court. She just imagines that she's been to court and she knows the kind of things they'll say. So she put, she inserts a lot of other people's like narratives on her life in but brackets. You say knows they'll say, but a lot of it's what she thinks they'll yeah. say. There are sympathetic characters, like tertiary characters, and like characters you hear of in the book but she assumes 
So do you think part, part of her, like, spi- not, not that we're blaming her, <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> no, no, whoa, no. but, like, do you think part of her spiral is more her preempting it and perhaps not completely correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her perceptions of it have definitely shaped mm. her interpretation of the events and her parents' mm. perceptions, her community's perceptions. However, there are people in the community that you see that don't hold that necessarily. Yeah. Like her therapist, for example, she, who she just won't talk Open to. Open up to at all. Yeah. yeah. I think the brackets thing, because she uses the brackets um, when talking about her own feelings and thoughts as well. So she'll say one thing out loud to a friend and then the brackets will be there saying what she's really yeah. thinking. Mm. And I think because she's kind of that type of person, she expects everyone else to be that type of person who isn't telling her the truth. And so she's making up what she thinks yeah. they think. Because yeah. it's established from the beginning she's a dishonest person. Well, yeah, this is yeah. what I was going to bring up the whole oh, un- yeah. unlikable. She's yeah. she's not a friend. She's not somebody that I would call a friend or somebody. Are we moving on to Emma's character now? Yeah, I, I guess like that's to, where oh, we're, go- we're going. We're going to an unlikable narrator. Let her rip, guys. I have she's real issues with horrible. trying to like a book when I don't like the protagonist. I totally yeah, understand really. why we're not meant to like the protagonist. Yeah. But Emma is difficult. <laughs> She's <laughs> so, so difficult. hard. She is everyone I knew in yeah. my grammar school. Like, mm. oh, awful. She's, yeah. She's just conceited. She's arrogant. She's a bitch. But it, she's so many things. But then you go in reading it, knowing what's going to happen to her. You already know the premise of the book, basically. Um, I'm assuming we all did. But yeah, mm. so you know that. And you're reading it and you want to like her because you know what's going to happen to her. So you want to be on her side and you're reading it and you hate her and the way that she behaves and like... She's venomous. And And actually there's not enough foundation for you to go, oh, that's why. Yeah. Because there's really not enough there. They don't... don't, She doesn't give her the gratification of having a really horrific background to blame her bitchiness on. She is just kind of is a bitch. She's just that way. And But then it's almost like forcing the reader into a position of rape culture yeah, of like, yeah she's forcing you to be in it and yeah. you have to try so hard to resist it yeah. especially like even like I guess as us as people who we get it we know but even yeah, then it really complicates even then, your idea of like good and bad characters yeah, you're reading it and you're like was she asking for it? No, of course not. And you have yeah, to check it like yourself. Yeah, it inserts like more of a justice system yeah. into the idea of it because like you were saying like they're the people that we knew at school that were kind of quite mean to us probably, I'm yeah. guessing. Like I know these girls. Yeah. I, know, yeah. I know you, Emma. I know you. We've met before. But like, it's like, yeah, it's unfair. They're probably not very nice, but what do they deserve in return? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like, not yeah. this. It just frustrated me that like they were out of, can we move on to the girl gang? Yeah, like, sure. Incorporate uh-huh. that into this. All the girls were not quite as bad as Emma from what we could tell, but really not nice. Mm. It didn't seem like they were friends. No, I was really Is that what puzzled. teenage girls are like now? They were just so <laughs> mean to each we're other. We're so behind the times. Yeah. <laughs> have they turned into cyborgs? Are they all really evil confused. now? I don't I, think, but then I think also it's to do with your, like, well, is it? I don't know. Okay, in my, in my day, I feel like, like there was a direct correlation between how sexually active a group of friends were and how pretty they were and mm-hmm. how they were tr- treated in society and therefore how connected to each other they were interesting so like wow. different where I, I think was. I had really really close friends but that's because I don't think we were in the top tier <laughs> like, <laughs> from my experience no, no offence to my friends and me but we were all a bit from we're all a bit awkward mate and none of us had sex none there was no no sex was being had <laughs> From my experience with the very strict social hierarchy at school, the girls at the top 
generally didn't like each other at all. Uh, they were there because because it yes. kept them there. Yes, exactly. whereas the people at the bottom kind of clumped to, club, club together. Yeah, and they would make like each other feel insecure to make sure that they stuck with one another. Mm. You know, they were like, oh, you know, God. the only security you have is us. We'll make you feel bad, so you stay with us. Yeah. It was very weird. Anyway, so that was kind yeah. of realistic in that sense. But they're all not nice. No, they're not nice. But Jamie. It's really interesting that they just kind of like threw it in there. Oh, well, she... there's like some racial undertones to that as well. Oh, there was. Like, she oh. was like, oh, that's really? the problem. Emma was like massively racist. I didn't like, realize Jamie was Asian. 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 Oh, so they yeah. kept, she kept being like, well, she's only, in, in her head, she was like, well, she's only, everyone's like, oh, Jamie's so pretty. She's almost as pretty as you. And she'd be like, she's only pretty in an Asian way. Or like, if, if yeah. like a boy found her attractive, she'd be like, well, he's probably just into, into Asian girls. Yeah. God. It's awful. Yeah. But like, this is Emma. That is... totally went over my head, which yeah. is even worse. It was when they were like, do um, there was like so some us. Yeah. Um, but no, but yeah. Also, Jamie. Oh, um, I mean, we don't know if Jamie was raped, but we assume Jamie was raped. She went through a yeah. similar thing to Emma, and Emma was the one that knew about it and comforted her, but also told her not to say anything. Yeah, like it's not worth it. Yeah, not that it didn't happen, but it's not worth. But I think it's really interesting that they like that it's written in there that that happened rather than just making it this is a one-off one person that it happened to kind of thing and actually showing it for what it really is which is more cultural yeah it's a more common thing it's not just like isolated incidents yeah Yeah. everybody's got a recognizable thing in them people Mm -hmm. come well that's what like in the um afterward the author says like once people found out i was writing this book i got an onward stream of friends coming to me being like this is what happened to me yeah to me this is what happened to me Mm. and it's like yeah it's very recognizable i guess that leads on as well we're talking about popular girls to the idea of beauty in the book Mm. and how she knows that she's beautiful she's meant to be gorgeous can't really i think 10 years ago i would have been like i hate her because she's beautiful and now i hate her I thought no, actually, I think I hate her because I know she's beautiful. But now I know there's probably it's not bad to think that you're good looking. But there's a way about you know? it. But it's then the way it's the way she treats it, the way that she talks and arrogance. Yeah, it's the age old. Like. But then if she's been taught that that's her currency, like her mum isn't great with her in some ways because she's mm. like, you're going to be a heartbreaker. Oh, that's what you'll have. You're going to be so pretty, and that's why yeah. you're going to be successful. And her dad values her when she's pure. <laughs> yeah, even her love interest at the end. I know spoilers are fine, aren't they? The, yeah. Her love interest at the end, like even his like little. Oh, I'm going to send you a lovely email mm. talking about how, and it's just like I just can't stop thinking about how good you looked. I've never yeah. seen somebody look. That good, and you're, you're like, beautiful. oh, yeah. genuinely fuck off. Do yeah. we swear yeah. on these podcasts? Yeah, yeah, I've yes, already said that. Yeah, do. and being like, I know you don't want to hear it, and you won't listen, but you are beautiful. Cop the like, fuck on. Oh, <laughs> As I think, if I was Irish, I would say. What was his name? Oh, Colin, I don't even care. Connor. 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 Oh. Not. Nobody now remarries. See, Connor, I liked they? Connor as a character mm. before all the emails. Yeah, but he doesn't seem to know her very well. Oh, I guess they grew up together. They grew up together. Yeah, but why? I judge him for liking her though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. it. Are I you d- drunk, mate? <laughs> I definitely think he's just infatuated by her because they grew up together and he was she's like the girl next door. Girl next door. Best she friend. She fantasized that about as well. Was at the end, she's like, "Oh, I wish that we. I wish I'd said yes to him, and I wish that we'd got started dating. We'd fall in love, and then I could tell my grandchildren how that I made him wait." And then at the end, I, I fall in love that. with him, and I was like, because that's the idea is that I made him wait, and that's mm. that's the other path she should got, could have gone down. Yeah, but did it? It's not like settle with the boy next door or get raped, mm. though. Yeah, it's exactly. not like one or the other. Yeah, you're now making me realize just how much of the book is filled with norms in society. Oh or yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Also on the beauty thing, um, I realized um, the uh, her friend's mum, who is a 
super is she a supermodel she's famous for oh, something she's, she's in super Vogue. rich she was an she? l she was a model and she was yeah. the one who was modeling in the in the pool uh. and at the end she comes in and her mum is dressed is dressed as lady godiva and then she's dressed oh, as Marie yeah. Antoinette, which I think is really clever because you know the story of Lady Godiva is that she she gets um, naked on a horse. horse. Yeah, so it's her, in a protest for something. Yeah, so her like the Coventry, <laughs> a local, a local place more. that some of us know. Um, uh, the her, her the the Lord Crave was it Lord Crave? I don't know. Anyway, her the the minister the man no you got this the mayor okay well, just, 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 cut 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 Hannah. Um, uh, her husband has decided to tax all of the townspeople mm, um, with more tax, and in protest, she says that she's going to ride around the streets naked if he doesn't if he doesn't stop taxing the peasants and being horrible to them. And he says no, so she takes all of her clothes off and rides around naked as her currency as her protest. And then all of the all of the um, people in Coventry, because <laughs> they're nice, turn around in respect for her. So nobody actually sees her naked, apart from this guy called Peeping Tom who looks and he's a bastard. Peeping Tom? His yeah. name's Peeping Tom. So We've got a really creepy clock in Coventry where Peeping Tom comes out and does this. <laughs> and looks at Lady Godiva naked. It's horrible. But I think it's interesting, <laughs> there's that imagery in the book where it's like beauty is a currency and it's an act of protest, but only if... Like she's... Like the mum is modelling because mm. she's chosen to. And then for the greater good of society. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> she's glamorous and it's all hilarious. Like, like. Yeah. But yeah. with um, Emma, it's non-consensual. So interesting. Yeah. Also, the um, I feel so sorry for Ali, who's the daughter of the rich family, and oh Ali's yeah, he mom, feels like. And basically, Emma's just like she doesn't deserve all this money. I'm beautiful. I should have. What, yeah, that I, I think that she's want. thinking what I'm thinking. I should have been her daughter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't really feel sorry for Ali. I find Ali really irritating. I'm, I'm like, she is irritating. Judgments. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like oh, she's only friends with them because she's rich. That's, yeah. I feel like that's the reason they let her in the gang is because she's rich, and she'll be their bitches. Yeah. Their bitch. Okay. Good words. We I think we've covered like, girl bitch. gang a bit, or lack mm. of girl gang. Yeah. Um. And also, it's also interesting because you don't really see them interact with any other age groups. I feel like... I, I want to ide- idealise my childhood, but I feel like other age groups of girl would have stood in for me and been like, hey, I know that your friends are being rubbish, but I'm two years older than you and I'm going to look after you. Really? I feel like there's loads of people in my life that would have been like... Well, no. some of the boys were you older. You don't really see... Yeah. Like, Paul that's was like 10 I years older or something. So... Mm. I think, because he's... Creepy. He was like... In his Ooh. 20s, definitely. Yeah, and everyone's and like, why is he even at the time? 28 and she's 18. There you go. There you go. It's so repulsive. <gasps> do you want to talk about, because um, we've just been talking about how the, how her town have reacted to it, but do you want to talk more about how the world reacts to it? Because so, so she trends oh, yeah. on Twitter. She trends oh, on Twitter. Oh, I believe and the, she, yeah. the, the ballad. Oh, we decided well, to say oh, What's her name? Ballad. Did we write that? Berlinatune? <laughs> Berlinatune. Berlinatune. We're going to call it from now on. Sorry, I... all Irish people, but for now we're going to call it Berlinatune because we Googled it, it turns out it's a fictional place. So you were asking for it, Ireland. We're just going to make this up. Oh, God. So Berlinatune. The Berlin... Berlinatune. I believe the Berlinatune girl. Yeah. It's interesting that her identity is protected and yet she doesn't feel like it's protected. Well, because yeah. she lives in such a small town, everyone knows it's about her. But the and wider then world the tourism starts dropping God. because... <laughs> Oh, it's I know. So weird, and like they keep mentioning Jezebel and like the Guardian. And... Yeah, and it's yeah. not touching her or helping her because I think again, yeah. it's that whole like you were saying like London is an idealistic place in this, mm. and I think London talks to London and the media talks to the media, and of course, like everybody's going to want to talk about it, but it doesn't mean it's actually helping the people person you're talking it, about. It was because so... they're just not in that world. Yeah, mm. it was so interesting reading that because I imagined that like if something like that happened, 
we would all be on board with that hashtag. Oh, we totally would, would, we would be exactly. using that hashtag and supporting her and like sharing stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then just reading that, I'm like, but am I helping? As, yeah, when you're in this like, social media club or in, in like the London club or in the journalism yeah. club, you always think there's like accepted norms that you're already, already working on. And that's yeah. not for this girl, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know the meaning of consent. She doesn't know the like the idea of consent in a proper like educational way. Yeah, and she doesn't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she identifies as a feminist. I doubt she does. Pretty shitty feminist. We don't hate on other feminists, but I think there's room for improvement. Can we dive right in and talk about the sex scene with Paul? Oh, let's dive in. That was horrific reading. Yeah, because, I don't even know what to say about that cause because I'm, just like, I'm reading it and being like, "That's rape, love." Mm. Um, and she's just ah oh, describing it as if she's just like waiting for it to be over, but also kind of like it's a reputational thing, isn't it? But it's, it's also, like a... like, but it's not just that. It's like a re- um, it's a repetitive thing. Like she's clearly done this before, done this before, and to her, it's not about pleasure. To her, it's just about the conquest. Yeah. And she says that all the time. She's like, tonight I'm going to fuck this but person. But then she denies it. Well, this is the thing. That's the whole point. She's like, I'll fuck people and then I'll make sure they lie about it to say that we never did. Mm. And I don't get it. It's just like the whole double standard thing. like, And just that scene. Oh, my God. Because it's the normal- problem... Was she? Is, I, I don't remember properly. Is, is she claiming that the first time she had sex with Paul, the one that we see, the one that she remembers, the one that we we know happened? We all know it all happened, but that's the one we hear about. Is she claiming that that's part of the abuse or not? I'm not sure. She doesn't really. Because Paul was in the other pictures as well, so I think he's involved in that part of it. Yeah, I, don't I doubt know. anyone knows about the the that, bit that, that we read about the actual sex. Yeah. yeah. Because she's reluctant. She doesn't even say the word rape, does she? Oh, Ever in the no, book? No, like, no. She, she hates the word rape. Yeah. That word, she calls it that yeah. word. And she won't... But the problem is it. she doesn't even remember it. Like, that's what's yeah. horrible. That's why Everything's she feels... Everything's told through yeah. the photos. Yeah, she's being told what's happened to her. Yeah, mm. through Facebook, through messages. Rather than have ex- having remembered experiencing it. But that scene with Paul, the one that we do witness, basically, um, because she does remember that one, I guess, um... I've just heard so many stories just like online or from people or in other fictional books and it's the same thing. Like they don't say yes, they don't say no. The whole time during it, they don't like it and just lying there like a plank wishing it was over and the guy afterwards is just like, oh, that was amazing. And you're like, dude, have what happened? You need to have better sex. That's not sex. (laughs) I have so much to say and I'm like I don't go on haven't we all had sex like that though this to is a certain extent this is yes. the thing it why, wasn't what, I, what I think is brilliant about up. that is that we don't see the sex that is rape or the sex that everybody's talking about is rape we see the scene before which is just really unfavourable sex that isn't you saw that as unfavourable sex I saw that as rape yeah I saw it as rape Ooh. really interesting because I thought of it as not like shitty people with no consent and him being horrible Oh, I'm going to have to reread it to think. I don't know. It's because in retrospect, I think everything else that happened to her afterwards, I was like, that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. That was better. Better than the rest. Favourable. No, I not... see that as being like the really, like the really, another really grotesque part we get to watch because he's given her drugs. And then that's afterwards, like, isn't it? No, that was before. That but if you've consented to it, 
actively it's different yeah just because it's bad yeah. sex doesn't mean it's right God, but then, consent is so complicated because yeah. you can consent and then want to take it away but don't you don't retract it yeah mm. exactly but you can retract it but and if you, you can... don't retract it and how yeah you... and it, there should be constant affirmation yeah. yeah but that's like i think there's an issue with politeness here and this might even be more of a like an a, ego and yeah a, definitely a british thing than anything is that like i'm quite polite about it so i'm like what is the most polite way i could proceed in this sexual i literally <laughs> just genuinely I that's literally. scary i'm hearing myself but like i'm like yeah, what is just... the least awkward way this could go down i just say <laughs> my vagina's tired yeah they get, they <laughs> that's interesting how do they respond now because they don't respond they stop very well. having sex with me <laughs> And then maybe we do some other stuff that doesn't involve my vagina, like, being pounded. Yeah. You know? But then <laughs> I, I'm i coming from an entirely different place where I'm very comfortable talking about yeah. sex. Um, and not a lot of people are like that. Mm. So it's a very different ball game. And Definitely. I've also been in situations really where the other person has said the same thing, that they're tired. And yeah. so then we stop. Yeah, yeah definitely. I've uh, Yeah. Yeah. There was something I wanted to mention that's made me think low. Oh, <laughs> mine. All in a positive way eventually, I assume. Can I have something else to add about the sex scene that's totally set my mind? Give me like one second to like okay. bring it back. It's fine. We'll give Hannah's hands. Does he, and he doesn't use a condom. Sorry. Pretty oh, yeah, sure but she, oh, but she says, should I get a condom? Oh, no, wait. If I get the condom out, he'll think I'm a slut. Yeah. Oh! Double standards again. What is the... Mm, I can't. Oh! Oh, I wanted to talk about the drugs really, really briefly. Yeah. Mm. Just, he gives her MD, right? Is that what it is? I'm not very cool. It's MD. Not the... (laughs) She describes it really unconvincingly, because he's taken it as well. Like, the whole thing, and the pill as well, like... I know it's all meant to be extreme, but that bit just totally lost me, because it was unrealistic. Did she just start making out with everyone? Yeah, exactly. She made out with her friend's um, boyfriend. Yes, exactly. And it's just really, like... I don't know, they lost me a bit during the scene because I was like, yeah, this is this is what it should be like in my brain. Yeah, this beginning bit, yeah, this is good. This is how it is. And then, not not like the drugs, mm. but like yeah. the, the whole... That, how it, made, it made sense. Yes, too. how the party yeah. was going made sense mm. to me. And then when it's like, you made out with all these friends. Like, I can totally mm. understand the blacking out. That was the out. point yeah. when she just switched, though. You could just see just, it. Yeah. Is that so that she can never... Because, like, uh, if you black out, sometimes stuff returns to you later. Whereas, oh, like, if you have if you have a drug blackout, it just generally doesn't come back. Is that true? Is that I'm a movie? I'm not sure. I, I was just that really was confused by the way they approached I've it. Blacked they gave out. her MD and then some kind of pill, and then she ends up sunburned and gang raped, and, and just that bit that you kind of miss out on. Yeah, sunburned and gang raped. But but a bit before that, with all the kissing the friends and stuff, yeah. it just felt so totally yeah. unconvincing to have alienated people you would have thought they were trying to keep her on the down low if they were gonna like rape her but then again, well then they weren't planning whole, like, on it this is the thing whole, like, like, they're good boys they don't yeah. it doesn't sound wait, like wait so do you think that they were giving her the pills so they could all fuck her later no no oh, no, okay. no 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 I think it just the way that the drug part of it panned out it seemed very unrealistic and a bit of a weird plot device because everything else mm-hmm. was so realistic mm-hmm. that then the party yeah. just kind of totally disintegrated but yeah it didn't that was still anything. before she had sex with paul though mm. yeah Which is true. she does definitely have the drugs before paul she yeah. has the pill she has the pill afterwards and she has md before so she takes her bomb beforehand oh, okay so yeah. that's when she's running around kissing everyone going yeah she's really she's super high yeah yeah and then 
And then she takes something as well. You can't actually have sex on MD if you're a boy. Your penis gets like... So that's not logical. (laughs) That's not logical. How is it working? But yeah, she takes another pill afterwards when all of the other boys are in the room. And she's also taking um, codeine cups. So they've got cough syrup and they're adding vodka to the cough syrup. Like cowpole shit, but like really strong cowpole shit. There's a whole conversation at the beginning. So she's on three different drugs, theoretically. One's a painkiller. Oh no, four. Alcohol, painkiller... Yeah, spirit mm. painkiller, MD, something else. The pill, we wow. don't know what it is. Yeah, it just seems like it's so wow. interesting. That's her, too extreme in her, a way. Yeah, her but, reasoning for taking the drugs though was just like, I'm not gonna be this person that they think I am. Like they don't know me, and it's very like, is that ego thing? Yeah, it very much is feeling like, it's like constantly like, trying to construct yourself and be like, this is who I am, yeah. so I'm gonna do this it thing. Is the, yeah. You do watch the disintegration of her ego, don't you? It goes yeah. like it's from this. All I'm sure there's high. like a psychoanalysis where you could read this book. I'm sure there's an essay here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Deep down, oh. we've got to find talk it. About her family, yes. yes. They're awful, except her brother, who is great. But even then, he's still a bit. <laughs> Summary is with Hannah Yeah, they should all die. Except but the, the Brian can live. And Brian can stay. What a hot name! Oh, I'm so in love. Lena so crushing Brian. on her on her brother. The dad just ignores her. It's that whole like she was a daddy's girl, perfect, pure. Yeah, it's a purity thing. It is. It's like within. massively, he... like weirdly pedophilic. I think because it's like I will only love you if you are pure and innocent yeah. but now you have tarnished yourself you're not part of my family I think there's something weird and sexual about men like that a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think there's something. I'm like, sorry. Do you know, like they can't handle uh, somebody as their property and also sexual. Unless they're, they're sexual with them. And yeah, I'm like, it's a there's something thing, really fucked it? up with that, mate. Yeah. Like, that's that's masculinity on fucking drugs. <laughs> like, this, yeah. And a pride like, thing as well. So much of it's pride in the sense that he's like, oh, the whole town knows about me and stuff. And he tries to, like, stay out of the house and, like, distance mm-hmm. himself from yeah. the family. Oh, he just stays away. But then also when they're talking about the potential trial and how they could ask questions and, like, bring up Emma's sexual history. And he's, like, in denial that she has any sexual history. Hmm. He's just like... And just the implication that never really occurred to me about court, where I can see that happening, where they go... I don't know if they're allowed to now, but I'm sure they did. Like, I hope, hopefully they don't now, but, like, ask, you know, 
how were you like, what, what were you like with sex before this? I want to know all your sexual history and that could incriminate you or not, depending it's, on... I mean, like, legally... Like, to it's, think now, every... Like, yeah. imagine if I was, th- like, now, going through my life thinking every time I have sex, that might come back on me at some point if something does, somebody does something sexually I horrible to me. I don't think legally I don't can. think you'd be able to. But, then, just, but I bet they'd ask. And I bet you'd I think legally no they can ask, but I think the jury can't use that as evidence. But the jury will hear it. And the jury will hear the jury it. The jury exactly. bias. Also, and the jury make... are just the general public who are as bloody ignorant exactly. as everybody else in this story. And any uh, rape trial is about with juries being used in certain contexts without education. Like a rape really trial massive. is about getting the jury on side and to like you. That's basically which is impossible because the jury is just like a random handful of like yeah. possibly like. Anyway, let's um, yeah, so not be rude about random the people. Area. They're just too randomly selected family. for my liking. Her mum. Just the mum. She's lacking. Oh, there's so, something she says right towards the end that makes you really realise her true colours. Because oh, always you're a bit like, oh, do you it's, know um, I, what I'm thinking of is when Emma decides to withdraw her complaint. And mm. so basically is saying, I'm not going to trial. Um, her mum then starts to revert back to her old ways and saying, you look beautiful today, Emma. Yeah, that was because it. it was saying like so you doomed you. the family, like, like yeah, you're putting I us thi- through all this, mm. that attitude. The whole like you can tell she blames Emma for the shit show that her life is now. And so she's actually like relieved. Like her and uh, the mum and dad are so pleased when Emma decides to withdraw the complaint. Because they're just like, Brilliant, now we can get back to normal and be a normal happy family without a raped daughter. Yeah, and like, like Brian is the only up. one who's just like, what the fuck? Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. But Brian also doesn't deal with it very well, I personally think. We can go straight back to the He's Lamar, definitely projecting mm-hmm. onto Emma. He definitely has a lot more progressive views about it, but he's projecting onto someone He who is, is also kind of like the first person to be like, you disgust me. Like, oh, when gosh, like, she's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, have you been on Facebook? Before she's even yeah. like, have you been on Facebook? And everybody's, everybody reacts like that first. Nobody thinks she's passed out. Part of me thinks it's because, because he moves is, away. Why is no one other than the teacher? I think I don't know. It just makes me think that maybe I've like I'm really privileged in the friends and family I have because I know that nobody would react like that if it happened to me. Yeah, yeah. but then I, you, yeah, yeah, it's the teacher and the guard. They're mm. the ones that are like, hey. "This isn't cool." Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that's so weird. And it's it's education though, isn't it? Because Brian's in university. This teacher's a teacher. <laughs> yeah, a teacher. and it's a, it's a small it's town atmosphere where everyone thing? seems to stay around their town. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, to move away when Brian like goes away and comes back, that's when he realizes it's really wrong what he's been thinking. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's because he goes out of the town and then comes back. Mm. No, he he thinks that Emma's absolutely disgusting when he first sees the photos, mm. and yeah. when Emma then like makes a statement saying saying that she was raped, that's when Brian comes to her side. As soon as you yeah. use that word, yeah. In a weird way, she doesn't want to own the word rape, but no. it is the, it is a powerful word because it yeah. separates stuff in people's minds, and it shouldn't. But yeah. It, and, at least people know now that yeah. like that what like hundred years ago people didn't use that word they were just like what <laughs> and also just the whole um, her reaction when it first happened um, to me was just like so realistic when she like texted all the boys to check that they were cool and yeah. like called them to be like hey by the way like what happened last night but like I'm not mad at you or anything like and going to a party the next and week. going to to a party and and putting up this front of like oh it's all fine because in her eyes the worst thing that could happen is that she's outcast mm. and that she's not their friend anymore and this is gonna sound so like 
it's about me, but it's not. But a friend of a friend <laughs> um, had a similar thing happen to her when she was in school. Um, one of the guys in their friendship group raped her, but she oh. never said anything because she didn't want to cause a fuss because it would like put like a schism in the friendship group and she didn't want to turn everyone against him because everyone really loved him and just all that bull crap. All that bull crap. It was just too real. It was just like, yeah, these people... Especially because as well, like I think friendships are so delicate when you're that age. Yeah. And also the damning way that schools are set up is that you know that... Like, if you were an adult, if that happened in your workplace, you'd just leave your workplace. Or, like, you wouldn't work with those people again Mm -hmm. or you'd be put in a different office. But with the the horrible shit show that school is, you have to get on with these people that you, as an adult and as a normal human, would just walk away from and never see again because you don't have to because the world's so big. (laughs) So I'm really (laughs) enraged at the fact that we have to stick with the same people for, like, eight years. It's, like, really illogical to the rest of your life. (laughs) And I I think it makes you, like form unhealthy like friendships with people that you should just eject do you yes. know what I mean yes definitely and it's like she's so scared because she knows she has to be around it's like oh she's missing her leavers sir yeah. so she's le- missing all this stuff and she's unhealthy got a actual- friendship I want to yeah. keep that as a phrase you can have a friendship and yet it's unhealthy yeah, yeah you can have a really body yet it's unhealthy yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't look like it from the inside of the outside you can't tell what a friendship looks like unless you know what you're feeding it yeah and <laughs> this is a cookbook waiting to happen we need happen. to do a collab on unhealthy <laughs> friendships <laughs> so yeah let's do it how needs- to make it oh she anyway. needs everyone to know that she's cool with it yeah. You know what I mean? And she doesn't want... And it was exactly the same advice that she gave to Jamie when Jamie told her what had happened to her. Mm. Which was like, do you want to make a big fuss out of it? Do you want everyone to like... Because then mm. it makes it like you versus them. Mm. Your word against that person's word. And then... And because of that, people will take sides. I think it's interesting how... Is it? Is her name Molly? The one that goes kind of back to her and says, I broke up with Eli. Maggie? Maggie, yeah. Oh, yeah. I broke up with Eli, like... And just like crying on her behalf and is upset like on Emma's behalf, but mm. doesn't. But I feel like that's productive. what the hashtag is about as well, which makes yeah. me feel a bit weird about how yeah. I respond to stuff on. Because none as well. of the friends like Cause you're you're crying for somebody you don't know, and you, I don't know. It feels like a kind of cathartic. Like I just want to cry about sexism in general, so I'm going to cry about your rape. <laughs> and it's like not it's okay interesting, though. Interesting, but then do we feel the same about stuff like um, what's her name, Lena Acorn? Who's that? Is that her name? The trans girl who committed suicide um, and became like this huge tumbler thing and yeah. just became this icon oh yeah, you should know Leela Leela oh sorry oh, this is an, another whole, example like, bill that got yeah yeah exactly because and of her she became and her parents icon. sent her to like one of those like Christian correctional camps to make her not trans mm. or something oh god yeah it was yeah. awful but she she was like um Emma in this situation she just became a symbol of yeah and because she suffered so traumatically through it. Anyway, I'm not sure. No, it becomes like the golden cow of like what we're trying to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but then you have to talk about it. Yeah, but it's exactly. how not to fetishise it. Yes, exactly. She's, and how not to use it to project fetishising it. Well, I've got mm. a question. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about this being a young adult novel? And what do we think? We're all in our 20s. How would a, like, 15-year-old react to this book? I think... I would like to raise a 15-year-old who could react to this book well. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, I think they should be able to react to it. And yeah. I think they need to read it. And it saddens me that 
I probably think that it also makes me nervous to give it to 15 year olds. I also want... It also makes me sad that I am nervous, but I don't think they should be, and I think they should probably hear about it because this character's 18. Yeah. So they should yeah. hear about it definitely beforehand, or it could happen to them now. And like, I don't know. I feel like 15 is a very vulnerable age. I say 16, 17 when mm. you're a But they're already having sex. Like the legal age is 16. Yeah. So, like, surely you need to be talking about these things before it's happening yeah my my best friend from secondary school had a baby when we were like 15 <laughs> so like go. we should, like, should probably let's be, not deny probably it do it earlier i um, don't know i just found it i found this book at the age of 20 incredibly harrowing and part of that is because of the environment i grew up in mm-hmm. and went to school in wasn't nearly on this level but you know it was it mimics it mm-hmm. um so maybe yeah i should have read it aged 15 but at the same time yeah i found it really hard i wouldn't have understood half of the themes in it if i read it when i was 15 because i didn't, so, didn't all i knew about consent when i was 15 was no man's no mm. uh, that's interesting then maybe it's a good thing to read because it it think, makes you think about the nuance of it more maybe yeah. it should be read in conjunction with a reading group yeah or like yeah. on a curriculum because then or with yes. this podcast maybe it needs to be <laughs> put read, us on your wait, curriculum it needs to be read with some We've degree of context too much. it's too late it's too late it's too <laughs> late for us it needs to be read with a kind Save of... Save yourselves! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Guys, it needs to be read with, um, with, yeah, with an understanding of the intention of the author. Like, yeah. Even if you... Yeah, even with the author's note, it needs more context because, because of the nature of the protagonist. Mm. I really feel like you need to be an informed reader. Do yeah. you, exactly, I was going to say, do you think someone could read that book and finish it saying yes she asked for it do you reckon anyone could do that maybe not asked for it but i definitely think what on that spectrum someone could conclude that because it's meant to be challenging like maybe not she really maybe not that's, why it's, that's yeah. why it's hard maybe that's not that like... she asked for it but her behavior made it more likely for something like that to happen to her yeah, yeah someone definitely. could you, you reckon someone like could read it somebody that. could definitely say that which isn't which is right. why yeah. yeah which is why supportive materials i think yeah would be useful um, and what also, you, you wouldn't want intentions. I was just going to say, something. you wouldn't want to set it in class because of how triggering it is. Yeah, that's true. It it's really be... hard because you wanted to read it in conjunction with other stuff, yeah. and then you don't want to, people to have to opt out. Yeah, exactly. And you wouldn't <sighs> want to set like yeah that level of harrowing read to people who were experiencing and living it. But do you yeah. not remember 1984? That was a harrowing. Oh, I've not read oh, it. Oh, I've oh, seen the film. Oh, yeah. Loads of there's like a they they attach a rat cage to somebody's face and then the rat burrows through his cheek and there's loads of like really horrible sex in it that's horrific Mm. and people go oh yeah it's fine it's George Orwell and I'm like as a 15 year old 16 year old Mm. and I was just all the sex stuff went well over my head I just read it as like this is a boring book I don't understand (laughs) (laughs) actually that was my introduction to feminism and pubes because everyone was like she was so hairy in the book gross she had so many pubes and I was like oh good (laughs) well shit oh wow I remember everyone being really appalled by the pubes Wow. Oh, in the uh, when they're in the forest. All I remember is the rat cage. That was really like. Yeah, well, you, you would, wouldn't it? It's the most yeah. horrible bit. Um, anyway, I've not read it. We're, we're getting. Okay, <laughs> it's not. I mean, it is a I'd seminal. I recommend it. Yeah, me too. It. It's but, on the shelf. It's right there. Um, right, author's intentions. That was where we were going. Oh, oh yeah, author's, author's intentions. intentions. Um, wh- so she says as the book ends very abruptly. I think yeah. we'll all agree. Just like. And done. she's she's like, it's really funny because the next page is like author's notes, and it's like. I know that I ended that pretty abruptly. Soz, not soz. Yeah. Um, I quite like that though because it was just leaves it 
open-ended but not yeah. open-ended in a hopeful way open-ended in a like <laughs> like i just assume no, it, beyond that she will yeah. die like she will commit suicide i don't i didn't get that vibe. i was so it was so bleak like but you can even see why it's like really hard happens with that yeah it's so bleak i think as well it's interesting because i think a lot of the media likes to cover strong women and i always go on about how much i hate that phrase yeah. and how much it's like katniss culture of like we need to make great role models for our children to follow they need examples if you can't see it you can't be it and it's like yes but it's also kind of sexist to expect every girl who features in a book to be a heroine like that's also kind yeah, of annoying she's, emma's kind of like um, an anti-heroine she's definitely yeah and i think that's mm. what's good about it. it's like it's also like it's not it's not an it's not like a parable where it's like and this once upon a time there was a girl who got raped and then everything was fine in the end it's like actually this, this is more, it's is more about more like a case study rather than a yeah yeah because people tale. withdrawing their um complaint i'm keep saying complaint i don't know if that's the right word she uses complaint i think does she yeah People, yeah, people withdrawing their complaint in rape cases is a very common thing to happen mm. because, I mean, why do you think that many, like, people have called a, a, a trial, like, the second mm-hmm. rape? Because it's, they're literally, like, everything that, Emma, everything, out of everything that Emma was worrying about happening in the trial would probably have happened. And that's traumatising. I actually very much understand why she Me too. didn't want to go through with it. Um, I do, but I would have like... understood why she did want to as well. But it's one of those decisions where I think she wasn't making it for herself. She was also making it for like everyone around her because mm. she saw herself as like everyone's burden and the reason why everyone else's lives were fucked. And mm. so she, she does like, it as a thing yeah. where she thinks she'll she thinks things will get better where in reality nothing would get better she needs to move out of that town yeah this is and that's but that's why why is she the one that has to like go away run away and be pushed out she used to write a really good comment it's free article on guardian she doesn't that's not the answer (laughs) (laughs) you looked at me really like like, lena can you be any less complex But like, yeah, I don't know. But there is like a certain kind of. She has no platform. She has nothing. She doesn't get she to make to say blog, anything. Friends, yeah. but but then does she, does she doesn't have to. No, it feels because... like her agency is so greatly reduced mm. throughout this. This is one of the few books I've read where it seems like she has no choices. She becomes mm. a shell. Yeah, yeah. She's she doesn't have choice. It feels like. She has to do And it also, made, when I was reading it, I was like, this wouldn't happen to me. This wouldn't be me. This isn't how my family would react. This isn't how my friends would yeah. react. And they probably wouldn't react yeah. like that. And I probably wouldn't react like that. But that doesn't mean that I'm very I, I'm very privileged in the way that I could react because I've been given agency. I've been equipped with agency. Yeah. yeah. That is my bag of tools. Um, but is agency something that's given to you or do you take it? Ooh. I, I think agency was inherent. Fuck. no definitely you have to keep clawing it back yeah Um, keep dropping it in the toilet like a phone and then you have to get a new bit of agency and then you have to i don't know i'm losing the tray i don't know i'm losing it that's a different book losing it asking for it lose no never mind (laughs) um we're going crazy okay um, any final remarks did you want to talk about the preacher well i don't know we were talking about the try we're talking about when we're talking about trial as well, it's interesting to note that the preacher it does, a, does a, a sermon on innocent to proven guilty. And mm. she's like, apart from me, I'm a liar until I'm proven. And he shakes the truthful. hands of the, and of he's, the boys. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's implied like within that. Lots that of is. religious 
yeah undertones that yeah and not, not yeah and the whole town is very doing. religious her parents yeah. are in church the this the town revolves around oh, the church man. doesn't it what is the um the blurb on the back there's a quote hold on i got it they're good boys really mm-hmm. yeah they're good boys really this all just got out of hand that's a quote that's on the back of the book i didn't and, notice that was on the back and i knew it was on the back and i was like reading it being like when is this quote gonna happen who's gonna say it it was her fucking mum her <laughs> fucking mum said it and I was like yeah and I, already... I never realised that of all the quotes they could have picked yeah. and they picked that one for the back yeah I know and it was her mum I'm oh so sorry it made gosh. me so mad because I already wasn't a fan I mean none of us are a fan of the mum but then as soon as she said that line and I was like that's the line I was oh even more mad I was like, it makes me think as well like there's some people that like you know like especially if you're in a friendship group and there are boys in the friendship group it always seems to be like some kind of like like something to be noted if the guy's really nice people go oh he's really lovely yeah. or have you met blah 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 they're really nice like it's an anomaly yeah no one <laughs> like says it's that like, about women nobody goes We're oh just a... nobody goes Hannah you're really nice <laughs> they do oh, but like, yeah. that, that <laughs> Hannah girl isn't she just yeah, but nice I feel like girl. when talk when people talk about men in the context of like of like um mixed gender friendship groups they always have to comment on whether the guy is nice or not that's like, so true so fucked up right that's I'm so just like, like well, I they're good that... boys really yeah and then and so to, for these boys to be good boys feels like an anomaly to this community so they're like no we only make good boys here and it's like <laughs> your human oh factory is fucked man also can we just talk about why was there this huge debate of whether or not the photos would be used as evidence? Why is that even, why was that even being questioned? Like, obviously they should be used as evidence. I don't understand the Irish judicial system, but what? Yeah, I was really confused by that. I didn't understand why that ended up playing such a big role, just because it created outrage, I guess, and it showed what side people were on. Do you reckon it's got something to do with the system the system do you reckon it's got something to do with the judicial system being old-fashioned and not knowing how to deal with um screenshotted snapchat photos as evidence they've got no way of like processing that is it something to yeah do with it's that? weird but Maybe. then i think they should if it's just a jpeg man just take them to a just take dark them. room like Print out the photos. Properly. Yeah, they should have just gone to like Snappy Snaps. Would <laughs> <laughs> have been sorted. Oh dear God! Get those photos printed and then submit them as evidence. I don't understand. <laughs> snappy Snaps, like staff, must see a lot. Oh, <laughs> that would well, be the cherry they used on top to of see a bad a lot. day. Now yes, they don't yeah. see anything. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Um, it just <laughs> oh, shall we talk about sexting nudes? Is that a theme? It kind of is. Is it? It's the the consi- okay, so I guess we can Wait, like, talk about... the Snapchat part in this? And... All of those photos were taken on Snapchat and they were screenshots. Oh, oh and then they were put on oh. Facebook later? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yes. I missed that part. Oh. Millennial, that hey, what? She gets... Oh, that makes so much more sense because like they haven't created the Facebook page for her. No. Other people have done it. They sent so the, the Snapchat during the night. Is, yeah, not that. So they would have been taking photos on Snapchat throughout the night and just sending them to my story or whatever. Um, and then people, <laughs> sna- and then people screenshotted them. Horrible. And then somebody made. A so I, I guess as well, just quickly. I mean, it's a big topic, but just to just to acknowledge mm. the fact that this pushes on the whole like Jennifer Lawrence um, nudes being leaked, and then her coming yeah. back and being like, "That's not okay." I, I don't know why I'm bringing Jennifer. It's happened to like most female celebrities, but I just yeah. remember Jennifer Lawrence's it's the reaction because also being particularly, and then she, her coming on the front of Vogue or Vanity Fair was it? I don't know. 
And like it was a big statement that she'd like reappeared. Yeah, <laughs> she'd oh, reappeared wow. on the front of Vogue. Because what? another issue. <laughs> like, wow. Yes, she's still in the world. Because <laughs> another law that they're breaking, I think, but it's not addressed, is um, the revenge porn law. Yeah, but, that's oh, but this very is very new. But it's also Ireland. Ireland haven't yeah. legalized abortion yet, have they? Yeah, Ireland a bit behind. Crikey. They just got postcodes. <laughs> really? <laughs> High five! They got her postcodes a few weeks ago. High well, five, Ireland! Go, Shout out! Go Ireland! Um, actually love you guys trying to get an Irish passport at the moment so oh, please yeah. let me in quick thing about internet and like um, a social media and the role it plays yeah. in shaming people now mm. I remember being in school and a Facebook page being created full of gossip and then my friend's pregnancy got outed Ooh. or like her like getting Scandal. pregnant but they'd say you know like easy E with blonde hair Bada bada bada. Oh, right, yeah. How do you communicate goggly eyes with a podcast? My eyes are really open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, that kind of thing was like, Lena looks shocked. <laughs> I would love a book that explored that even more in depth. Like yeah. that, that real aspect of what we've lived of social media shaming and naming and, yeah. and the naked yeah. pics. But also I thought it was so interesting that they asked what her age was and she'd turned 18 recently. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, God damn it, if she was 17, they could have just easily been done for like sharing paedophilic images yeah and she only turned 18 like the two I know. before didn't and you're she? just like Ugh. but that's just like yeah they were that this would have been the... a straight up can like no. get, kind of yeah it would have been easy issue. this would have been a paedophile issue not a rape issue and, the, and he's 10 years older as well so it's just it's just frustrating because yeah. you're like you're still taking advantage of someone so young mm. yeah but I think those laws that apply to children actually should just apply to everybody. I think, some, I think sometimes we guard children too much, but in issues of consent and sex, I think actually everyone should be protected by those laws. Like it's, <coughs> you know, it's like oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't share pornographic images of children because they can't consent. And it's like, well, nobody consent. Like, you know, unless you do actively consent, everyone should go down in the same way for sharing naked pictures of. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's why we got revenge porn now. At least call to arms call to arms call to arms okay final remarks it was harrowing and difficult don't read it if you're in a bad place like try and be in like a relatively stable everyone who's stable listening to this has read mind. it oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah of course oh yeah okay. if you haven't read it <laughs> fuck everyone um, <laughs> fuck the police actually yeah genuinely fuck the police oh yeah <laughs> that's oh, my, my thoughts um, or what they called the arm the, guard. the guards fuck the guards like, I feel like it's definitely it's exemplifying you, you guys are going to hate me for this. Ooh. It's exemplifying a worst case scenario, which <laughs> makes it a very difficult read. Important. Why am I going to hate you for that? I don't know. I feel like... I can't you. Because it is... Obviously, it's a... It's, a, it's making a, phenomenon, a statement. You know, it's, it's society is like this. Mm. The book is a statement, but it's probably a very good reason why it's done well in America. You know, because like... Yeah. I don't know. For me, it felt really like just difficult. Whereas some people, it'll be a real eye-opener. Yeah, that's true. I would love I to think... talk to someone who this completely changed their perception yeah. about sex and consent. Whether, yeah, because I don't feel like it's changed our perception no, that much. I like, feel we're, no, we're, we're but it's like, made. Wow, I think that it's was just painful. Actually, the bit that I think I'm going to change it. How I, I think I've changed because of this book. Because I because of the parts where she's like, "Stop! I wish I would stop trending on Twitter." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm the person yeah. in London writing funny little Jezebel I'm articles about it. Yeah, and being like, "We need to talk about this." We need to talk about rape. And it's like, yes, we do. But so with do the people we, who how, are experiencing do it, it I don't know. Oh. Come on, Lena. Giving I'm come on, Alison. Giving people voices. But they offer her a voice in the book, don't they? They're like, they're contacting her and being like, have an interview with us, talk about it. And I she's think, like, no. I think we need to t- stop talking to people who aren't from the same place as us. But I guess we're on the internet. But it's also like talking to people quite young. 
younger mm. about it. I feel mm. like she was very ill-equipped. She's 18. Uh, but actually, if you changed the ages in this, I would have believed she was 15. Easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of because she's a bit horrible and Im- immature in general. But then I think also if somebody is really beautiful in a community like that, they're kept young because they don't need to polish their wit because they're already being valued for their... Oh, but she's looks. also really smart. You, cause she... you, did you see the bit where... Um, so... Jamie is super smart and gets like the best grades and she has this competitive streak with Jamie about getting better grades. But Emma lies and is just like, oh, I just revised like last minute this morning. When actually actually she's been up for hours. Mm. Yeah. And so she's doing really well in her exams under the pretense of having done no work when actually she's done loads of work because she's trying to keep up with Jamie. Yeah. So That's sad, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know. That's a different... I feel like the book side fault. Mm. No, it condemns but... a lot of stuff, but not. I feel like the internet can be the young people, the young people today, mm. um, <laughs> get a lot of extra education through the internet. You don't really get kids growing up these days. Kids, oh my god, who am I? Teenagers <laughs> no. growing up these days who have not ever been on Tumblr or like have not ever seen yeah a Lacey but it's, green it's like how you i was gonna say Lacey green actually yeah like it's like how you make sure the right things circulate because you could yeah. see a lot of like rape see... porn on the internet and then not see a Lacey green video you can see a lot like of i always think i always think that green. Every, i always think that everybody knows what nerdfighteria is and it turns out quite a lot of people don't yeah. most, most people, people don't know, no, like hands no, down so i think it's more like actually like i'd love to go into schools and talk about this kind of thing and just be yeah, like hey same. hey have you ever thought about do you know what I mean? Like, make it so people can't miss it. I don't know what that sound was. That was me <laughs> rapping about sex, apparently. Really. Um, good. Good times. <laughs> yeah, I really so, enjoyed talking about this. Yeah, yeah, me too. This has been good. This has been a lot longer than I thought it would be. Sorry. We'll see what I can edit it down to. <laughs> Fun times. Concluding at an hour. Okay. So, wow. um... Time flies when you're having like... fun, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this has been great. Um, like we said, no idea how podcasts work. But if you like this podcast, let us know somehow. <laughs> if you're listening to this, is it 2018? Has Hannah finally worked out to use podcast? What's oh it like God. there? Are there hoverboards? <laughs> this will be the thing where we listen back to it when we're when we're like old and podcast worthy, and we're like, oh good lord, we made this. God, it's like watching back your first video. Oh God, yeah, it's like, like oh. it's like your first Facebook post. Not really sure how Facebook works. Is this going to go on my wall? This <laughs> is our first podcast. Shame we have massive. Um, what are we reading next month, Hannah? Next month we are reading Vagina Monologues. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. I'm excited. It's a play. There's going to be lots of people shouting about their vaginas. Yeah. And I'm really excited for it. (laughs) So if you want to join in the Banking Book Club next month, get your hands on the Vagina Monologues and read along with us. (laughs) Get your hands hands on the vaginas. (laughs) With consent, guys. With consent. Yeah. As we've learned from Uh, asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Use the hashtag Banging Book Club on Twitter if you want to talk and meet fellow Banging Book Clubbers. I'm yep. sure there's going to be a bunch of people tweeting about this. Yeah, yes. please tweet us. If you make videos and you've made a video book review, then also tweet that at us because I'm going to be making a playlist of all of the Banging Book Club video reviews. So you can tweet them and then I'll add it to tweet. that. Yes. If you want to see what we're going to be reading throughout the year so you can buy the books um, in advance, then there is a Google Doc um, that we will link um, that has all of the books that we're going to be reading. Also, December's book will be decided by you, the lovely readers. So have a think. Good all times. right. Should we say our goodbyes? Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening. That's cool. Yeah. We have been the Banging Book Club. Bye. 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 Okay. <laughs> Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.